Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. The Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Bringing you the latest from the world of daily fantasy sports and gambling. So you can stop Googling how to join a squid game to cover all those parlays you thought were such a sure thing. Now, sit back and listen to one of the sharpest minds in the game. Here's your host, Dwayne Callender. Hello, everybody. Happy Memorial Day weekend. I am your host, Dwayne Callender. It is Sunday afternoon. We have a Game 7 tonight in the NBA. We have a Game 7 in the NHL tomorrow night. We'll do a show on that for the Rangers and Hurricanes. But let's talk about Game 7 between the Celtics traveling to Miami to play the Heat. The Heat stave off elimination in Game 6 with Jimmy Butler having a monster 40-plus point game. Four steals. uh, Joins Michael Jordan as the only two players in NBA history to have multiple 40-plus games with four rebounds and at least four steals uh, in a game in the playoffs. Uh, You know, again, when you get tagged with Jordan, you know you did something special. And, you know, with the bum knee and all, Jimmy Butler found a way to get it done. I don't know how, uh, you know, realistically, if you watch Jimmy Butler throughout this series, it pretty much was a wrap that... Nothing was going to happen with Jimmy Butler. Uh, So I got to give Butler credit, but, you know, here we stand. It is game seven and, you know, kind of looking through the numbers of how everything is panning out. I got to say, this goes right back into, I I, kind of have to see Jimmy Butler do it again to me. Uh, You know, 47 points last game, nine rebounds, eight assists. I got to see if Jimmy can do it to me again. As crazy as it sounds, uh, you know, I've been projecting Jimmy high throughout the playoffs. But, man, I got to be honest. You know, the the three games prior to game six, 13 points, six points, eight points. When we started this series, when we started this series, in game one, Jimmy had 41. Game two, 29. In a, uh, in a blowout loss. The knee has not been the same since. And yes, he got it done game six. But man, you know, he keeps saying, they keep saying he's gotten triggered, but it's like, you don't know how that knee's going to respond because he played 46 minutes. He hadn't even touched uh, 40 minutes uh, outside of a couple of games between the Boston and Philly series, but he had been averaging around 38 minutes per game 46 is at all uh high for the season not just the playoffs the season so i you know i gotta push it to say maybe we i'm not gonna fade jimmy i'm not gonna fade jimmy completely but i am gonna under project them because right now across uh the platforms everyone's projecting jimmy to be around 48 points on average fantasy-wise tonight. And that's total fantasy points. That's not actual scoring points. So you get the points and the rebounds and the assists, but 48. But, like, for 48 fantasy points, 
you're expecting Jimmy to be around 25 to 27 points. With everything else that he does on the court, you're roughly around 25 to 27 points. And then the, the rebounds and the assists, that'll get you to uh, around 50. So the, the, be that as it may, it, that that's really where people have Jimmy pegged around is getting in that uh, upper 20-point range, and then you have the assists and rebounds. I don't know if that's necessarily a guarantee in a Game 7 scenario where Boston is going to throw everybody at him. They're going to throw Smart. They're going to throw Grant Williams. uh, Tatum's going to take a turn. Jalen Brown's going to take a turn. This is why I don't like Jalen Brown again, because I think they're going to use Jalen Brown and sacrifice Jalen Brown's offense to make sure Jimmy doesn't go off. I think Jalen Brown either fouls out of this game or he actually uh, shuts down Jimmy Butler, but I don't see Jalen Brown actually scoring nearly enough to be relevant in this game. I do not want to touch Jalen Brown at all from a fantasy perspective. So as it stands, you got Jimmy Butler at 10,800 on DraftKings. You got Jason Tatum at 11,000. You know, uh, hero... Uh, Tyler Hero is the X factor here. Tyler Hero is coming back into this uh, series, and they're saying he's available to play. Tyler Hero is fifty eight hundred. Both teams have been struggling to score on offense. There is no value on this slate whatsoever in Game Seven. None. Everyone has been struggling to score. Tyler Hero is terribly priced, but in a game with no value. I'm going to fade him completely. But Tyler Hero could easily make me look like a jackass tonight and put up 15 points, and that's enough in this slate. Because truth be told, outside of Tatum, Butler, maybe Al Horford, and there's a question maybe it's a Marcus Smart or it comes down to a Derek White. I don't see many people in this series coming close to 20-plus points now. I think everyone's going to be in the teens, and then you got Butler and Tatum in the 20s. That's about it. The only other guys is, like, I would say Horford has a chance to get there uh, and Marcus Smart. I don't like Jalen Brown at all because Jalen Brown needs to score, and I think they're going to sacrifice his offense just so he concentrates as much attention as possible to Jimmy Butler or fouls out trying. That that is my take on this game because the way Miami wins this game is another monster game from Jimmy Butler. The way Boston wins this game is making sure you slow down Jimmy Butler as much as humanly possible and let Tatum do his thing on his own. Because Tatum can win this uh, game on his own. They don't need they don't need the offense from Jalen Brown. They need Tatum's offense and they need him to focus on his offense. They can sacrifice Jalen Brown's uh, offense if he can do enough to slow down Jimmy Butler so he's only getting somewhere between 24 and 26 points. I think Jimmy Butler has to be coming over the 30-point threshold because if you look at the game six, Miami won the game 109-103, but that was a hairpin close game throughout, and Jimmy had 47 points. This is what I'm talking about. I don't see where Miami has enough offense with Bam Adebayo struggling as mightily as he has. And this was my incorrect take on this series. I thought Miami was going to win this series. I did not expect Bam Adebayo 
to get neutralized as heavily as he has been by Robert Williams. For whatever reason, Robert Williams and his length has just gotten ahead of Bam Adebayo to the extent that Bam is just fixated on just doing his floating fadeaway shot from the mid-range and not attacking the hoop on Robert Williams. He is not, like, every time he tries to put the ball on the floor, the Celtics are stripping it from him because he's telegraphing the move. He is not trying to post up on Robert Williams and try to get Williams in foul trouble. He just hasn't done it. Uh, he hasn't done it all six games. I can't count on it to happen in game seven. It's like I've seen enough tape on both these teams as to how they're going to attack, and Bam's out of the pool. Jalen Brown's out of my pool. Kyle Lowry played his best game of the series, played 40-plus minutes, got a, t- uh, a bunch of three-pointers and free throws to get there. I'm fading Kyle Lowry as well. So it really comes down to, in a game with no value, I'm playing a bunch of Caleb Martin because he literally is <laughs> one of the few players who can get off his own shot in this series, along with Victor Oladipo. But the problem is, is that with Hero in, uh, in this game, there's a chance Victor Oladipo doesn't play tonight. And I'm going to have to run that risk of Oladipo not playing because I'm banking on Tyler Hero being so ineffective that realistically, Spo pulls him by the second half, and then Oladipo gets his run. But the problem is that I I, I look at this and say, Oladipo, like someone between Caleb Martin, Oladipo, and Gabe Vincent, one of these guys is not going to get run tonight. And I have no idea who. Uh, It's just bad all around. Uh, Duncan Robinson, you can fade. So I'm looking at this slate, and there's a lot of rough, rough (laughs) sledding here because Derek White is going to be heavily owned on this slate. At 6,200 on DraftKings, 9,500 on FanDuel, people are just going to gravitate towards Derek White because they need someone who's going to get playing time, and they know the Miami guys, it's just a huge question mark. So Derek White's going to get ownership. But the way I'm getting different is by staying away from Jalen Brown and staying away from Bam, I can play Derek White because the people who are playing Derek White are trying to fit in the Jalen Browns and Bam out of bios of the world because they're trying to play the starters. So realistically, I'm banking on, with my lineups, having Tatum and Butler and Horford in the mix. You play Caleb Martin, and then you rotate... Like, uh, uh, in terms of pieces, you'll see if you can get Oladipo, Vincent, or uh, <clears throat> Caleb Martin playing time. Someone's going to bust. <laughs> Someone is going to bust. Like, we're burning lineups here. So this is not for the faint of heart slate. You're playing multiple lineups tonight. Y- you should not feel good about your main lineup. If you're feeling uncomfortable about your main lineup, you're probably in the right direction. If you're playing a bunch of starters in your main lineup, you're probably not winning tonight. Because if you I just don't see it just being a strictly starters only night playing this slate. I think you're going to have to get a little bit different because with Hero being ruled in, it's going to cut into the minutes of the Miami guys and someone's going to bust. I don't know who. So it, it, it's it's just one of those things where we're like PJ Tucker's going to get ownership. It's not that I dislike P.J. Tucker, but P.J. Tucker's at 5,600, 
and PJ Tucker's ceiling is 22 points fantasy wise. That that's the ceiling. It, like he'll probably get you somewhere between 14 and 18, but the ceiling's 22. That it might win you to slate. It might if everyone busts. But if anyone has a good night, PJ Tucker lineups are going to get beat. That's that's just a simple fact and matter. So again, this is going to be one of the hardest NBA slates of the year to get right. And, you know, it is what it is. It's game seven. We'll see how it works out. But from my standpoint, with Tyler Hero being made available for the Heat, you should not be even remotely close to playing uh, Max Struess, Duncan Robinson. Those two guys are done if a Hero's in. The question becomes, with Hero most likely not because of his groin injury, not being able to drive to the hoop, I still think there's a role for someone between Gabe White, Victor Oladipo, or Caleb Martin for someone to drive to the hoop. I just don't know who's going to get the playing time. And yeah, Kyle Lowry will still probably get run, but I'm going to bank on people playing Kyle Lowry and Kyle Lowry going back to what he's done the rest of the series before game six and sucking. So uh, we, we shall see if Kyle Lowry shows up again. If Kyle Lowry shows up again, I'm probably toast, but I'm banking on Kyle Lowry having his one game of the series, and that's it. I'm I'm off of Bam. I'm off a ton of guys tonight. You've heard me say uh, guys, a bunch of guys I don't like. It's not anyone that I love because there are very real potential for so for uh, five points or less dudes coming in tonight. It, it's just it is what it is. But I think if you're truly thinking about shipping this slate. Because we got 150k up top on DraftKings, we got 100k up top for Fanduel. I don't necessarily see a solo shipper emerging, but crazier things have happened. I I just think you're gonna have to get a little bit brave and play a dude that might get you 10 points or less, because the potential ceiling for some of these guys, because everyone's afraid of playing them, if someone gets hot from three. They're gonna get. Uh, they're gonna get. Continue to get run into Game Seven because they're gonna ride the hot hand. So you, you could get a Robert Ory type game from someone, and frankly, we don't know who. So you know, I, I, I and even PJ Tucker, whom I, I've just told you is a twenty-two point game. Maybe you get a couple of random corner threes from PJ Tucker, and somehow instead of like the twenty-two ceiling that I would expect from, maybe he hits thirty. I don't see it happening, but maybe he hits 30. And if P.J. Tucker hits 30, you might actually ship the slate. That, that's the crazy thing about this Game 7. Because there are so many guys who are going to be struggling to score, all it takes is for one of these role-player guys to get to 25 points. Because if they get to 25, they're probably locking out everybody else in the other ranges that you projected to get there. They won't get there because they won't get the playing time. Because the coaches are riding the hot hand. So, there you have it. Uh, you know, it's going to be a wild game seven. But I don't, like, if Bam Adebayo shows up somehow, I, I, I will leave my lunch on this one. But I just don't see it happening. Like, I every game Robert Williams has played, Bam Adebayo has sucked it. Uh, like, the game three with Adebayo was with Robert Williams injured and not playing. That was the only game Bam played well in. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. So uh, good luck to everyone tonight. 
in terms of the actual bet, though, uh, this is where it, it's it's interesting. Celtics are the road team favored by three points. Road team's favored. I've had the Heat all series long. Do I think the Heat have one more game in them? Basically, it comes down to, does Jason Tatum get, uh, score 30-plus points? If Jason Tatum scores 30-plus, I think the Celtics win. I just don't see Jimmy coming close to that ceiling game in game six. Like, that's the problem. They had to play as hard as they did with Jimmy, and they still barely beat the Celtics. Like, I think Adebayo not being remotely affected in this series <clears throat> just changed the whole dynamic. Changed my whole perception of this series because I thought Jimmy was going to get some help to, uh, in this series. He hasn't. He really hasn't gotten the help that he should have gotten in this series. And I think it caused Miami. So I, I will side with the Celtics uh, and, and the three and the three number. I, I think it's a fair enough spread, even though they're on the road because uh, the, the home court hasn't really met that much. And I could get this wrong. I could get this wrong. Even though I thought Miami was going to win this series, I think the Celtics probably take this one because, again, health-wise, Jimmy is not healthy. If Jimmy was healthy, I would take the heat all day on this one. I really would. But this, the heat are not healthy. Jimmy definitely ain't healthy. I'm going to take the healthier team. So I'll take the Celtics, the minus three. And in terms of the captain lineups, I'm probably going to be leaning more towards Al Horford and the captain because it allows me to get uh, Jimmy and Tatum, and then I can play around with uh, Robert Williams and a couple other Celtics or like uh, make my choice of Robert Williams, Derek White, and then play one of the Heat guys that I think should be playing over Hero, and I would expect to play some more run as Hero gets tired. So we shall see uh, how this Game 7 pans out. We will do a show... Uh, for the Rangers and Carolina Hurricanes tomorrow as well. So more to come on that. Uh, Memorial Day, we'll have some baseball. Well, we'll see about the baseball. I'll I'll have to look at the baseball slate. We'll see how this NBA game goes, and I'll try to throw something together for baseball tomorrow as well. But, uh, yeah, but that's all for now, folks. Have a good one. Best of luck in uh, any of your contests or gambling tonight. Uh, If you're going, don't go too crazy. Because Game 7, this could flip on a dime. Uh, Obviously, the winner goes on to the NBA Finals to play the Warriors. So, we shall see. Uh, The Warriors are always going to be favored no matter who advances out of this round. But uh, we're going to see. If it's Miami, I I definitely will have some thoughts on that one. We'll have some thoughts on that series. And the same for Boston as well. So, uh, that's all for now, folks. Have a good one. And until next time, be good. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all other major outlets. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.